happy hump day to all my love joiners out there. It's been seven days too long from the last time that we had spoken. That's right. You tune in to the Love Jones Show, which is every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. to 11, right here on ExcitementRadio.com with your girl, Shy Will. I do have my special guest, Christopher Williams in room 213. You guys, what's up? You hear me? Show enough can. Cool. Hey, how you doing? Bless, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the Love Jones show. Thanks for having me. Yes, of course. Definitely. So the R&B sensation, Christopher Williams on the Love Jones show. So for the younger audience that don't know Christopher Williams, can you give them a brief history and how you became a recorded artist, please? Uh, I'm Chris Brown's father. To the younger audience, just know that I'm Chris Brown's father. <laughs> now, me, um, I got started um, for the younger audience back in 1989. I released my first single, which was actually 30, 31 years ago, that fast. Followed up with Promises, Promises. Um, I'm, I'm the um, nephew of Ella Fitzgerald, jazz legend. I got my first record deal with Geffen Records, legendary um, David Geffen and Michael Rosenblatt and Ed Rosenblatt, the historical people that were there, Charlie Minor. Nice. Then I, moved, then I moved on to my second record, and that's when the Uptown era came with the late, great Andre Harrell. And that's when me and Heavy D and Jodeci and Mary J. Blige and Fob MC and the rest of the Uptown crew came together. And we were the first um, urban label to do it unplugged with uh, Viacom, which was MTV and things like that so that that kind of kick-started my journey and then i wound up moving on to doing new jack city with wesley snipes and my brother alan payne and ice t and vanessa williams and and dutta man and uh russell wong and the whole crew that was a lot of fun rest in peace george Hen- george doug big shout to doug McHenry. rest in peace george jackson um Marivette peoples was a director we had a great time Doing that movie, obviously, the legendary New Jack City. And some of you young kids might not know that a lot of the records that Little Wayne cuts talk about the Carter. That was actually the movement that we had that we sold drugs through in the movie. Unfortunately, it was a movie about, uh, you know, just inner city life and, uh, crack cocaine. Ah, very interesting. Okay. So let me ask you, how did you get to be, you know, part of the cast and playing on, uh, New Jack City? And what was your experience like? Um, Cassandra Mills at the time was my manager. That was um, my manager time. And she came to me and said that this woman, Pat Golden, they were casting this movie and she wanted me to meet these guys. And it was about my home. It was about New York City, where I come from. I'm from the Bronx. And she said this movie would be tailor-made for you. Unfortunately, I had committed to uh, the Budweiser Superfest. Uh-huh. I'm glad that it happened. Back then, Al Heyman had a big Superfest called the Superfest. And uh, all the all the good acts at the time were on the on the show. It's like the power shows of today. And uh, basically, I wound up uh, getting the audition through Pat, and uh, we wound up shooting New Jack City. I didn't even actually know at first that Wesley Snipes, who I went to college with, was going to be the lead of the movie, and wound up being Nito Brown. And then I met my brother Alan Payne during the movie, and we just clicked like two peas in a pod, and we've been like that ever since. And um. It was just historic, you know, Chris Rock and his historic performance and, and just the whole nine. It was, it was a, it was a legendary movie. 
yes, it was. Even though at the time I was a little baby, but you know, I still got a chance to see it. It was a great movie. Let me ask you another question. So, how do you compare the R&B uh, from the 80s and 90s with today's R&B music? Like, what is your comparison? Because I would like to know. Because I know you um, are like a true R&B hit baby, for real. Well, I think everybody has their place and time, their proper place. I think that um, some of the kids today obviously are influenced by whatever they're influenced by. Mm-hmm. I was Obviously, like you take the artist, like I mentioned earlier, Chris Brown. Breezy's yeah. probably influenced a lot by Michael Jackson, possibly not not speaking for him or whatever. But you see the influences, but they fuse it their way, and they're talking about what they're living through. I mean, this is an interesting time for you know the generation that's between twenty five and thirty five years old, because you know you guys are going through some traumatic uh, changes as you're pursuing the meat of your your life, your career, you know, the property mm-hmm. of your life, and. Uh, you know, for me, this is this is chapter two. I have a new song coming out called Someday. I don't know if they got it to you already or not. Yes, I do have it. I would definitely yeah, we, play that. Yes. We just did a song and then COVID froze us up. So we got a lot of cool projects that we're working on. I wrote a movie about my aunt, my aunt Ella Fitzgerald's life called The Tisket of Tasket. And we're doing a... Uh, a live tribute with a symphony orchestra to Mr. Teddy Pendergrass and the whole sound wow, of Philadelphia. symphony. Which, which I, like cool. I like that. I like that. So anxious to start chapter two and inspired by people like Charlie Wilson and Elder Bard still who are still doing it at a great level. And, and you know, a lot of my little brothers are still killing the game. Anthony Hamilton, Joe, Brian McKnight. Yes. You know, the whole crew. Just a lot of talented young black men. And uh, there's room for all of us. I like what you said. It's true because I, I, I truly feel the same way. There is room for all of us, you know, and some people feel like, oh, you know, it's not enough room, so we can't help each other. But I like that. And I like the younger guys like Lloyd, Trigger, Breezy. I like all those guys, man. They're talented. You know? ah. They just express it their way. They're living through a different time than we do. Just like, again, obviously it's hard shoes to fill when you're looking at the mountain. But if you just put God first and do what's in you, Yes. And look back one day, you go, wow, somebody thinks I'm a legend. And it's kind of funny because, you know, people say that to me and I'm like, who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, these guys are doing great work. Miguel. Um, oh, yeah, Miguel. Um, my other guy. Who's the guy I like that I like coffee in the morning? That's Miguel. I like Bruno Mars. So there's a lot of talented young people. I mean, the girl singers are off the chain. Her. Jasmine Sullivan, all of these young, talented people right now. Okay, so I like what you're saying, though. You know, you still ha- you still have the love for the music. You have the love for the upcoming artists. Um, so what we're going to do right now, let's definitely play your song someday right now. Cool. Okay, you guys, definitely I'm going to play Christopher Williams' new hit single, Someday, right here on the Love Jones Show. Check it out, y'all. Wanna know 
show you guys special guest christopher williams yes someday 
Someday. I know you saw me jamming up in here, right? <laughs> I can't help it. I'm a true R&B baby. I love R&B. You know, like that is my thing. Definitely, as you can tell, you know, the Love Jones show. But please tell me, like, about that song. Inspiration was just talking about different subject matters in life. Sometimes it's just a melody and a... um a rhythm of the track that catches you. And me and a young brother named Prince David, who actually produced the song, cat out of Mississippi who lives up north of California, but managed by the same management team, Andre Brown. Mm. And uh, we got together. That song felt good. And we wound up just recording it to see if we, you know, we could like do something. And then it wound up just feeling so good. We were like, all right, we're going we to release this record. I wound up doing it on Unsung. Got a great reaction. Okay. Now we're setting the record up. And you're one of the first people to have it. So, over the next six weeks, we're going to build up a lot of momentum, hopefully, God willing, and uh, shoot a video to it in the whole night. Okay, definitely. We have a caller right now. One, Let's hear it. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Shiloh. I'm, my name is Heather, and I'm calling from California. Hey, <laughs> I'm doing good. How's it going? Hi, everything is good. I see that you have a special guest. Christopher, how are you? Hey, Heather, how you doing? I'm good. Oh, my God. I'm like a buy-hard fan. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, how are you surviving with all these lockdowns and curfews and COVID? How do you feel about it? Oh, you guys you know? are both asking each other a question. Oh, yes. I mean, I feel, I mean, obviously, I feel awful about it. I mean, you know, especially for the for mm. kids, man, who wants to stay in the house? And, you know, yeah. for grown folks, who wants a curfew? And, you know, as far as the violence and all this stuff going on, obviously, it's heartbreaking for everybody. I mean, you know, we all, hopefully, we're all going to get back to being human beings and find a space where we can all share this earth together. I like that. Yes, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm, I'm really feeling your new song, Sunday. I really like it. You know? Thankful. I'm glad you like it. We'll keep rocking with Christopher Williams, man. I'm going to give y'all some more music and some more films and TV and stuff. And, um, like I said, I'm excited about chapter two. Any tour dates? Anything upcoming soon? Well, we're hoping so. There's one in Atlanta. Um, there's one in Atlanta, actually, the Cool Fest. And uh, it's tentatively not canceled yet, July 26th. I know Georgia has opened up. So I may be doing that, but everything else is pretty shut down. And it looks like as far as tours, we may be shut down, you know, other than pay-per-view and, you know, like viral tours. It may be shut down for a year, maybe a year and a half, unfortunately. Wow. So so y'all pray for the music lovers and those of us who love performing. Oh, of course. Trust me. Yeah. I'm a singer and nobody knows it yet. <laughs> okay, yeah. definitely. Oh my god. Thank you for having me. I'm loving this. I'm loving you. Look good. Oh, thank oh, you so it. much for calling in. Can you just do me a favor and say love Jones? Love Jones. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> good night, sweetie. Good night. <laughs> definitely. Oh man, that's nice. Is there any artist, a new upcoming artist, that you would consider working with? Do you oh, see many it? Of them. I mean, obviously, um, I like a young singer, um, Rel, that a lot of people don't know about, a young lady. Um, but right now, I really would love to do a duet with Jasmine Sullivan. I mean, we're from two different eras ah, and stuff. Ah, look at you! Yeah. 
She's she's a bright she's a bright shining light. She's um super talented. Okay. I love I love the way she tells stories when she's singing. She's she emotes it. She's she's real. She's in it. And um I would love to see what an OG could do with a you know. <laughs> that'd be like when I first saw James Ingram with Tamia back in the day. I was like, ah, oh, look at you. <laughs> I know. I love it, though. You know, like, R&B is, like, it's a different genre. It truly is. So, other than that, like, uh, what are the things that you're doing now? I know you have this new song someday. Like, what are the other things are you doing? Primarily right now, um, I'm I'm just uh, basically, like I said, enthralled in this Ella Fitzgerald project with Tisket and Tasket. And we're working diligently um, to get that finished. I'm, I'm doing, I'm still reconstructing this, this Teddy Pendergrass tribute because we want to, uh, we obviously want an audience, so we want to come out of COVID. Yes. And, you know, obviously make sure, you know, consider that we're being healthy and safe and stuff like that. But we want to shoot this thing in front of an audience in Philadelphia, in front of all the Philly dignitaries and have pay homage to Kenny and Leon, Kenny Gamble and Leon Huff and all the writers from Philly Sound and just make a night of it. Hopefully we'll have Jilly from Philly and Boys to Man and Patty oh, LaBelle and all the man. Have all the greats from Philly there. And I'm gonna have a special treat. Uh we're gonna we're gonna make a new Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes for this for that period of Teddy's life when he was in the group. And I'm gonna have a couple of my special brothers who all the ladies love join me on stage and we're gonna flip something <laughs> Harold Melvin medley. <laughs> And then we're going to bring Stephanie Mills and the sisters back to do the Teddy. Stephanie Mills, look at you. Boy, I'm telling you, you're giving me goosebumps with all these names. You so definitely we, we, are. We, we're working, but we're trying to just make sure everybody's safe right now and just coming, trying to come out of this with just a, just a, just hopefully healed hearts and a, uh, just, a, you know, more unified and more solidarity amongst us. Five fingers separate are never as strong as the fist. You know what I mean? And not, and it's not the fist made to fight, just the fist of unity. You know what I mean? And, um, hopefully, hopefully we're going to work this out mm-hmm. and, uh, we can restore hearts, restore health and restore hope, you know, in, in this place that we live at. And we can start treating each other a little bit better. That would be, that would be a hope. That'd be really great. So that's, that's first and foremost, but that's the three projects I'm working on. And with my personal life, that kind of just keeps me busy. Just trying to like, you know, <laughs> do other things that normal folks do. Truthfully, the late great Andre Harrell was anybody that was able to share business information. He kind of was the first person to really give my wings as a businessman in the business. I, I executive produced the changes record with him. Yeah. And, you know, it didn't end the way we wanted, but, you know, we squashed all of our differences a long time ago. And it's, you know, just a life, just a great life. He just had a movement of music behind him and the branches of his life, obviously, with Peppy D and Joe C and Mary J. Blige, Father C and Albie Shaw and so on and so on. He just has left a great legacy behind him and uh, the things that come from those things. Because, I mean, Heavy D found Monifa, and I think he has something to do with Soul For Real along with Terry Robinson oh. and Anthony Hamilton. And all, oh. all the people that went around Uptown back in the day. You know what I mean? So, I know. All you people were on my walls as a jit. You know, we used to buy, I used to buy the Word Up magazine. All you guys were on my walls. So you just gave me goosebumps. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. You get a love, Jones. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I truly, truly. Well, I had a pleasure being here too. I don't know if they told you, but I'm getting ready to get on a COVID flight. Oh, shoot. Yeah, here we I'm go, man. Head, Thank- gotta head to the airport. 
Okay. But I'll be safe. The blood of Jesus and all that. And everybody yes. be safe out there. And thank you and so much. And support my girl and her show, Love Jones. And I'm saying it, Love Jones. <laughs> and thank you so much, okay? And anytime you in Miami, definitely come through to Excitement Radio. Oh, that's I'm coming down there. We coming to Miami. We that's definitely it. like Miami. <laughs> hey. Well, thank you so much, okay? Thank you, sweetie. God bless. Yes. Okay. Have a great night. Bye. That's right, you guys. Keep it locked right here. This is Love Jones Show. Shot Will will be right back. Yeah. We sending this one out to all the ladies all over the world. All the ladies all over the world. All my sexy mamas. Come on, come on, come on. As we proceed to give you what you need, you know I like it when your body goes. Bad boy, B2K. Yo, oh, talk to him, play I like your little sexy style. Love it when you're getting wild. See, girl in the club with me. Come over here, let me talk to you. Girl, you need to be in magazines With a crown on your head Cause you's a ghetto queen Like bling, bling, bling Come on, you're fine, girl The way you're shaking that sexy Body shaped like an hourglass Make it bump more, shake it, mommy. Let's ride, I'm your Clyde, you can be my body. See you the type for me, mommy, so right for me. Man, she can move it. Love when she dance to the music. Make me wanna stand like a pool stick. Hands is the smoothest. Just a simple touch, make me lose it. Girl, that's enough, stop moving. I bump that. I pump that, girl, bring it to me, bump that. I want that, girl, sing it with me, like. So let's do it again, mommy. You and a friend, mommy. Money ain't anything. Look, what I gotta spend, mommy. Put up your hands for me. That's how you dance for me. Shake it like you can, honey. Take it from your man, mommy. Yeah. Turn around and see that sexy body go bump, bump, bump. That is all I wanna see. Baby, show me. Show me. Turn around and see that sexy body go bump, bump, bump. Don't stop. I can take it, baby. Yeah. You know I like it when your body goes. 
That's right, every Wednesday night, right here on Excitement Radio. That's right, Love Jonas. You tune in. This is the Love Jones Show, which is every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. to 11, right here on ExcitementRadio.com. Yes, I did have Christopher Williams here, speaking on the Love Jones Show. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Just know, Christopher Williams, man, let me tell you. This guy created a new sound. He was with I'll Be Sure. You guys need to Google these people. Like being a true R&B baby and knowing your things is everything. So definitely. So, you know, there's a few things that I would like to talk about, you know, because I do have my times where it's, uh, you know, free ball Wednesdays. <laughs> In so many words, free ball Wednesdays. So sometimes people always ask me a few questions and I have a, I want to answer some of these questions. And I've had someone asking me about, um, what's the difference between having a boo and having a babe and having a girl. Now, I don't know, but having a boo, sometimes people just say the word boo because they like the way it sounds. It makes them feel like they are part of something, but it really doesn't mean anything. Being somebody's boot doesn't mean anything because you could be like, hey, boo, how you doing? It's just a terminology that we like to use to make people feel like we're closer to each other. But it really doesn't have a title. There is no title to boo. Does that mean you're in a relationship with someone? I don't think that doesn't mean that we're in a relationship. How do I know I'm in a relationship with you? It's because I'm finally getting to meet your friends, right? Other than your friends. I'm getting to meet uh, people that are close to you. So this is the difference as far as being um, a boo. A babe is just a babe. I, I'm i not too sure because I feel like they all come to play boo, babe, baby, you know. And, you know, the name calling in relationships, are they necessary? Honestly, I would just prefer someone to just call me by my name, like, I'm not really into calling me baby because I feel like everybody gets that name. So me, you calling me my name for the rest of our lives and our relationship is totally fine. Like, you do not have to address me as babes. Like, there's there's no reason for it. Um, Other than that, it's like, what else do you do? <laughs> what else comes into play? I'm not too sure. So um, just say, hey, Shy, how you doing? What's going on versus, hey, babes, because you could probably call your sisters a babe, maybe the girl down the street babes or boo, and it really doesn't hold any title. So there's no reason to call anyone out of their name. Maybe some people, they just prefer to be called by their names like I do. I'm old, I prefer to be called by my name. So, I mean, other than that, in so many words, you know, uh, I always have people send me messages and asking me about far as um, questions. And someone asked me, how do I feel about uh, kissing in a relationship? I feel like kissing is very important. 
It's very intimate. It's something that people should consider doing. Now, if you're dating someone or if you're seeing someone that's not kissing you, you need to run. You need to run very, very fast. Run away and don't look back. There's no reason for you to be in a relationship with someone that's not going to kiss you. And, you know, people have their strange reasons why they're not kissing. I, I really don't know. But then, then again, it could be because they don't like you. They don't like you. <laughs> they don't like you if, if they're not kissing you, you know, maybe they're not into you, you know, so maybe sometimes that's a sign that you need to consider of like, um, you need to consider it. Like if someone's not giving you the things that you want in a relationship, that should be an eye opener. That should be a reason for you to leave. Now, if you really, really like this person, then maybe you should consider telling them um that you like them instead of not even just saying that you know and and that's the thing that people don't really understand you know you have to take your time and you have to definitely tell people how you feel if you don't tell people how you feel how are they supposed to know but what happens with that people cannot handle the truth you always have someone to say hey you know, tell me how you really feel. And the moment you tell someone how you feel, they're like, they're upset. And I've had people get upset at me because I'm telling them the truth on how I feel. And they're saying that I'm creating drama. How is that creating drama if I'm telling you how I feel? You know, because people cannot handle the truth. And that's just what it is out here, you know. And this is the things that we have to actually think about sometimes. And take it into considerations with people's feelings. Um, you gotta think about people's feelings and how they feel. And if someone ever comes to you and tell you how they feel about things, before you act out and get all mad and start cussing each other out, maybe you need to take it in for a little bit, let it marinate, and maybe let it process through the body, and, uh, answer that question or tell them how you feel the next day. There's no need for you to be doing that the same, you know, day because you got to remember, whatever you say to someone, you cannot take it back. And sometimes things that you say to someone that you cannot take back, it never fix things and it will never be the same. And for the most part, it is not worth it. And this is something that I always tell people, it is not worth it. Don't act out on emotions. I've learned that in the long run. You don't act out on emotions. There's no reason to act out on emotions. And this is the thing that people don't understand. So you have to take it into consideration of other people's feelings. But remember, if someone is telling you how they feel about things, take it in consideration that they really care about you and they want to make this relationship work. And it doesn't matter what type of relationship it is. You know, so we have to be sensitive to other people's feelings. It's very important, especially with everything that we got going on in this world today. OMG, I do not know. But we have to uplift each other, you guys. We have to stick together. We have to figure it out. Um, don't let the devil in. <laughs> you know, they're always watching and waiting to get in. So these are things that we have to consider. You truly, truly have to consider. And for the most part, um, you have to think about other people's feelings too as well which is very, very important. 
So definitely, what we're going to do is take this R&B set right quick, you guys, and I'll definitely be right back. Love Jones, right here on ExcitementRadio.com. Shawil. It's your girl, Vina Love, and I'm tuned in with Shy Will.
And he never took the time to make it work He's a more loving no. Baby, I'm the kind of man who shows concern Yes, I do uh, Any way that I can please you, let me learn So Mr. Soul Tree himself, T. Carter Soul Tree, and I'm locked to the best radio station in the 305, ExcitementRadio.com. Bad. 
Campbell here. You are now tuned in to the Love Jones Show with the beautiful Shy Will at ExcitementRadio.com. That's right. You tune in. This is Love Jones. This is every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. to 11, right here on ExcitementRadio.com with your girl Shy Will. Yes, you guys. Yes, that interview went great. So anyhow, um, you know, we we got it as a free ball Wednesday tonight. Okay, so I'm just going to be answering some questions that I've had people send me, which is always fun. Um, they said, they asked, someone asked, what was your first impression about your partner? Okay, so I am single, but my first impression of a man is normally people say his shoes. I don't know about that. Uh, they're like, you know, the way a man treats his shoes is the way he treats his women. I don't know if I could really go based on that because, I mean, uh, you got some people, they could just afford to buy new shoes so they don't care how they treat their shoes. You get what I'm saying? So versus someone who just, you know, always cleaning his shoes probably don't have much of a shoe to wear. So he's always cleaning that one shoe. So you really can't go based on that. But uh my first impression about a potential partner for me is that how the way he treat others, the way he treat people that he does not know. If we're out on a date and, you know, how sometimes you can have a guy, he's always talking BS about the next person, always got something negative to say, never have anything positive to say, that is someone that I definitely cannot date. So I go based on how I see them treat other people that they do not know. That goes a long way. Um, you know, I also look at how much respect they have for their mother. That is a big factor for me because we have to remember that we all came from women. And if you're dating a guy that clearly does not respect his mother, that is a problem. That is a big problem he has to respect his mother and even if he doesn't have the best mother in the world you still need to respect her and you know the ways that you respect her if you feel like it's going to become an altercation you take a step back that's all but far as getting to a confrontation with your mother or seeing how a man treats his sisters or if he has a child how he treats his kids you know that goes a long way for me. So those are things that I look at far as a potential partner. I also look at, uh, is this person very, is this person ambitious? Do they have goals? Do they have future potential? Because some people, they live day by day and I get it. Sometimes the way our life is played, we're going to live, some people have to live day by day, but I always lived for the future. Like I always think future wise or long term, you know, like anytime I put myself in a situation, okay, is this going to be good for me long term wise? Is this going to be a good decision to make for me right now? Because, you know, my future is everything. And these are things that you have to look at the things, how this person live. If they're living for the future, that's a good sign. That is a great sign because you should live for the future. And you have some people that say, how can they live for the future? And what is the point of living for the future when they're still living in their past? And that's a problem. 
If someone that you have that still lives in their past, far as blaming people for the way their life is, and uh, always bringing up what they used to do or what they can do becomes a problem. Like, there is no reason for that. So these are things that you have to uh, pay attention to. And then find out if this person has any ambitions. You know, is is there any, like, goals that they want to accomplish or they're on their way of accomplishing things? You know, these are these are big factors to me in a lifetime partner. And it's very important because you guys might not agree on everything, but you have to be able to be stable on one type of surface, you know, something that you can agree with. You know, um, we might not have the same goals, which is fine, but the one same goal that we do have for a future potential partner is to make it to the other side, to make it succeed and let things happen. These are the things that we want. So we have to be careful with our partners that we are going to decide to be with for the rest of our lives. So, um, those are, that, those are a few things that I look for in a potential partner. Um, shout out to you guys for asking Shy Will that question. Um, so they also asked, like, how do you consider, what do you consider a good relationship start? Okay. So, uh, when it comes to relationships, the thing is that, it's not going to always be perfect right away. It's going to be something, it might be a little rocky, but my thing is that how bad do you want this relationship? Everyone comes with flaws. We all have our flaws, but how bad of a flaw and how much of this flaw are you willing to um, carry on for this next person? Because you know, sometimes we carry on other people's burden and you know, that becomes very, very heavy to carry other people's burden. That's not something that you want to consider doing at all. So this is things that you have to really think about when it comes into play, you know? Um, so like, the relationship is going to be rocky sometimes in the beginning, but it doesn't mean he's not the person for you. It just means like, how bad do you want this relationship? And these are, and these are things that we have to consider in a long run. And a lot of people really do not think about these things. And I do. And you know, for the most part, far as I know, I'm not being chosen. I'm being the person that's choosing. So you have to figure out what side of the line that you're going to be on. And some people said to me that, oh, well, then that's why you're single because you're not letting yourself be chosen. You're the chooser, and that could be a problem. Um, Yes and no, but listen, I'm happy about that, and that's fine, you know. Um, you cannot base your relationship and your happiness on what other people are going to tell you about your relationship and your happiness. You have to do what works for you. And I know some people are like, oh, well, you need some work. This is what happens when you're single for a long time. No. See, the difference is that I'm not bitter. And that's what people got it twisted. Shy Will is not bitter about not being in a relationship. I'm fine with that because this is something that I wanted to do, you know, uh, shout out to y'all people who like to jump from relationships to relationships. Let me know how your new relationship to your relationship is going out there. <laughs> Love Jones for me. Keeping it real. But there's no reason to jump from relationship to a relationship. You should just, you know, kind of like take a break. Figure out who you are. Maybe you're dating the same people over and over again. And this is things that we have to take into consideration. Stop dating the same people. And that 
sometimes is a problem. Like, I knew someone that always had a new relationship. Like, you would be, this person would be in like four or five relationships in a year. I think that's a lot of relationships in one year. If you are someone that's in a relationship three, four times in a year, that's too many relationships. And this is things that we have to take in consideration. Now, if you find yourself in those many relationships in a year, maybe you need to take the time to not date and figure out what is it that you're looking for in a person, okay? Uh, I'm not speaking through experience because I don't jump from relationships to relationships. I don't do that. I don't, I don't play those kind of games because I feel like it becomes very, like it, it becomes baggage. You're just carrying this load on your back. And then what happens is that this new relationship that you're in, you're not giving it a chance because you still got this baggage on your back. So this is a lot of things you got to take into consideration. Like, no, I, I I need to dump this bag. I need to go through this bag. I need to figure out what is it that I need to fix for myself so I don't end up in this situation again. And sometimes you'll realize that you're the one who's the cause of these breakups. It could be sometimes or may not be. Or maybe you're dating the same people over and over again. Because I've come across people like that. They date the same type of people. You know, it's like... When you and your ex break up, what happens? They either get a broke down version of you or they get an upgrade version of you. Uh, newsflash, you can't get no upgrade version of Sha Will. <laughs> Love Jones. So, you know, this is the thing. So you have to pay attention to people who date the same people. Cause if there's someone that dates the same type of person, the problem is them. It's not you. And this is something that you really, really, really need to pay attention to. So definitely, you guys, definitely. So I'm going to take this quick R&B set right quick right here on the Love Jones. And I want you to enjoy this, okay? Love Jones. Think that 
Alongside the very sexy Shy Will here at Love Jones. Tune in for some of the sexiest jams and the hottest talk this evening. Yo, this is Intellect alongside the very sexy Shy Will here at Love Jones. Tune in for some of the sexiest jams and the hottest talk this evening.
Yeah, that's right. Make sure you check out the Love Jones every Wednesday, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone with Shy Will. She's going to be playing the sexy R&B joints. So tune in to Love Jones every Wednesday right here on ExcitementRadio.com. That's right, you guys. You tune in. This is the Love Jones. This is every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. to 11, right here on ExcitementRadio.com. Yes, we did the show. We had a great show, you guys. Thank you for tuning in. I ain't never said I was a singer, okay? <laughs> That's right, man. Such a great show, man. And I'm telling you, this is every Wednesday night, definitely. Um, I had one more question that someone asked me. How do I feel about intimacy in a relationship? Um... You should be intimate with someone, but if you don't want to sleep with this person, don't feel forced. Uh, you don't have to give it out on the first night. If you don't want to, it's your cookie. You do whatever you want to do with it. There is no expiration date on it. But if you find someone that wants to put a stamp on it, then it's a different story. Okay? Um, it's okay. And... I, you know, I, I'm on this new thing that I hear about people. They're saying that, uh, uh, celibacy in a relationship, they, they feel, they truly believe that you should be celibate for a whole year with someone. Um, I don't see anything wrong with that personally. I truly don't. And even if you guys decide to be, you know, uh, celibate, like maybe for six months, a year, you know, I'm not going to say a year is a long time, but even if you decide to do it for six months, I could do that in a relationship because for me, um, sex is not what's going to keep us together. Sex is not what's going to make me want to be with you. Um, sex is not what's going to keep our relationship going because I need so much more than that. Okay. I need so much more than sex and sex does not, sex is not on my top five list. Like I have a five top list and sex is not even on that top five list because I feel like in a relationship, there's so much more. You need so much more than sex in a relationship. I need communication. I want someone who's a good listener but not just a good listener, someone that's going to give me good advice. You know, you have the type of listeners that they just listen and then they tell you they don't know what to tell you. Those are the worst people to talk to. Don't you hate that? You vent to someone, you tell them how you feel, and then the only shit they can tell you is that, oh, well, shy, I don't know what to tell you. Let me tell you something. Those type of people, I've gotten rid of them because you're no good for me. Because you have to remember, a relationship is a give and take. And when I need you and you're supposed to be my friend, and you can't never give me advice, why are we friends? Because I always give my friends advice and I tell them straight up how I feel about a situation. And it's up to them what they decide to do. But I feel like sometimes, as a friend, you step in and, and, and you and you kind of tell them, like, listen, this is how I would feel. It makes them feel better about a situation so don't ever tell someone that you don't know what to tell them because that's not something they want to hear and let me tell you something people that have told me that um i don't call them anymore for advice i don't call them to speak to them maybe i see them in the street but i don't call them and they're wondering like oh well how come you didn't tell me this was happening 
why am I going to tell you? Because every time me and you have a conversation and I need you, you tell me you don't know what to tell me. So you're no good for me. I, I don't need that. So for me in a relationship, I need someone who's going to give me advice, who's, you know, who's very opinionated. You have to bring your opinion to things. You know, this is what makes us human. This is what makes you an individual, a different individual. This is what makes you stand out is you having an opinion. You know, it doesn't matter if you're wrong or right, but it's an opinion. This is things that people need when they're venting to you. So for me, that type of communication is what I need. I, 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 we need to feed off, off each other. And, you know, we're going to grow together and we've learned from each other. You know, because there's probably some techniques about you that you need work on versus with me. And then us together has a couple. We're going to learn from each other. You know, I've had friends that told me that they've learned to be a better friend for me. That makes me feel so good. You know, that does. And I've had a good friend that told me, hey, I ain't perfect. I got flaws. I'm like, oh, my God. I thought Shot Will was perfect. I thought I was perfect until I had a girlfriend tell me about myself. And that makes me feel good because... That's telling me that you're being a true friend. You're stepping up to the plate. You're telling me about myself. You're telling me how you feel. So for me, communication is what takes the plate. And forget about sex because if sex is all you have to offer, there's no value to that relationship. So yes, intimacy in a relationship is very important. But that is not on my top five list. The best things to do is figure out your what is your top list. I can tell you out of my five, my one that is important to me in a relationship is ding, 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 quality time. Quality time with someone is everything. Quality times means a lot because if you have quality time with someone where it's just you and this person and you ever have that moment where it's a silent moment and no one's saying anything, and it still feels beautiful, that's a wonderful feeling. If it gets silent and it becomes awkward, that's a problem. That's not the person for you. I mean, some of you guys might feel like I'm tripping, but I'm not. Because sometimes in a relationship, <laughs> you need a little... <laughs> it's going to be a quiet room because you guys are in your thoughts or maybe you're doing something. So if it becomes awkward in that silence moment with this person, I don't know about that. You know, you should never feel awkward. You should always feel whole and like, you know, like you want someone that adores you, which is very, very important. So these are the things that we have to pay attention to. So it's okay. If there is no sex for the first few months, take it for what it is. Hey, I know someone said, hey, but he might be having sex with someone else. I'm going to tell you this. If he's out there having sex with someone else and me and him ain't having sex, you know what? I can always tell him it doesn't even matter because you're just not the guy for me. As much as sometimes it can hurt, I don't give a shit. Because I'd I rather know now than to find out later down the years after I done been with your ass about 15 years and then wasted all my damn precious time. So it's okay. So when you see those flags, you take them and you run with them. And remember what I said. It's okay. It is okay. And you'll know. They always say, how would you know? They say you would know. So I guess we will know if this is the person for us. So these are the things that we have to think about. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Love Jones Show, which is every Wednesday night. 
9 p.m. to 11, right here on excitementradio.com. Just know anytime that you do miss a show, you can go to all major streaming platforms or you can tune in to excitementradio.com. You can definitely catch my podcast shows, okay, and keep up with me. And you can follow Love Jones Show on all social media. I have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so you pick your poison and anytime there's a topic that you would like Shawel to speak about, please send me a message and let me know. And definitely, and thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we do. Now, if you love that R&B, you would definitely love the Sex in the City, which is up next from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. right here on Excitement Radio with DJ Ben Hop, where he's going to be playing uh, the R&B, Sexy Chills, and Slow Grinds right here on ExcitementRadio.com. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. And just remember, it is our world, our way. Love Jones! You guys, you have a good night. And enjoy this song again, Mercy, Mercy Me, because we all know we need it in this world today. And I'm going to tell you something. Don't take on that hate, Okay? He's out there trying to make us hate each other, but we're not going to hate each other. We're going to all unite. Don't matter where you're from, what color your skin is. It doesn't matter. It's all about human rights. Just remember that. Okay? Don't let our race divide us. Don't let it happen. And we're going to close this show out with Marvin Gaye, Mercy, Mercy Me. And it speaks to the soul, you guys. So enjoy. And definitely, you have a great night. Love, Jones.